Welcome back to another episode of Brutal Politics. I'm your host, Kyle Beckman, and I'm glad you guys are back. I apologize, though, for being out for a month. I kind of want to go and see what the heck a Joe Biden presidency would look like for a month and kind of get a feel for what the heck's going on with this guy. And holy shit, were we not disappointed? (laughs) I mean, my wife, when we started out with, uh, after everything kind of settled and kind of became inevitable that Joe Biden was going to be the president. My wife and I had a, had a talk and, uh, she basically said, look, for the next four years, you know, whether it's Joe Biden all the way in there or Kamala Harris takes over halfway through or whatnot, uh, we're just going to sit back and we're going to go and have our popcorn and just, sit and watch the bonfire burn and uh that's kind of what we're at right now i mean we're just seeing this shit show unfold uh it all started out with that uh the uh <laughs> the <clears throat> arming of the u.s capitol and dc uh the uh you know bringing in twenty five thousand national guard troops um you know, the Meal Team 6, uh, as I like to affectionately call them. I'm a chunky guy myself. I'm as a fighting weight, I guess, as the National Guard, as I've seen from some of these guys. I saw some of them over in Cal- here in California at the, um, at the Capitol here, and I'm like, holy shit. I was like, I look better in plate carriers than these fat fuckers. So, I mean, you know, just saying, I mean, it's a... Clearly, this is not their day job. Uh, so there, there is that. We got twenty-five thousand National Guard. Not to disparage their National Guard, you know. Look, they're they're good folks. I mean, most of them are pretty much conservative, which goes to the. I mean, which goes to the next point is that uh, Joe Biden had them vetted for loyalty. So why is that necessary? You know, vetted to go and see if they had any conservative leanings or if they were uh saying disparaging remarks or whatnot about joe biden uh and and maybe democrats as a whole uh a bunch of other stuff i mean so the background checks on these guys i mean these guys have already had background checks i mean they're clearly americans but um were they the quote unquote right americans uh for this security detail quote unquote and <laughs> You know, it's just amazing to me. Uh, these are troops that one generally are aligned to their state. I mean, these were called; these were troops called up from the various states. Uh, they are so <laughs> probably Alabama uh, National Guard are not necessarily going to be gung ho for Joe Biden. Uh, that's true, but still, they're there to do their duty, and so there's no unless that there is some sort of reasonable suspicion uh that, that or some sorts of reports that have shown that these individuals are going to uh breach their duty and they're going to i don't know turn their guns onto joe biden uh that uh that shouldn't have been something that uh should have been a, a concern but nonetheless 
they engage in that type of bullshit and you know there we go you know but i think it's, i do find it strange that you know it was required to have 25,000 national guard there needed uh to and uh that they uh, that that you know he's the joe biden is the most quote unquote popular president uh in us history based on the number of votes he supposedly received that's the jury's still out on all of that too because we never really did get through with all of the evidence uh the courts didn't hear the evidence i i've said this numerous times is that the evidence was not heard uh we've never really had a full audit and review of the presidential election so therefore it will always be uh an asterisk next to joe biden's name in in my opinion uh he is you know an asterisk of a presidency that's i question the validity of of the results i question the validity of of this current administration uh, i question the validity of this government uh, i question the validity of the laws um even before but definitely now i i definitely question the validity and that we're all supposed to just you know on many platforms you can't even talk about this stuff here so far on anchor they haven't been able to shut me up but i do question it i do question whether or not that this is an authentic result um you know sue me i don't care you know uh you can go and bring on some of those voting machine companies they can come on and they seem to be so happy trying to shut people up trying to tell them uh you know oh this is defamatory well here's the thing hoss you know unless you're going to go and open up your machines and show you know the results and you're going to do all the due diligence to show otherwise uh you kind of come off with dirty hands and you're going and saying hey you know don't you say anything about me well okay then fine prove it prove that you did prove that your machines didn't flip votes prove that you didn't you know send batches of adjudicated votes outside of the chain of custody only to go and be flipped or changed prove that that didn't happen you know if you want to make sure that you get contracts for all these different states you better pony up the evidence that your stuff is foolproof and that none of this happened you go and show us that now i understand that that's not necessarily how the 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 cases work but if you want to make sure that you get government contracts, I'd say you have a duty to show that you can make sure that the integrity of our elections is is, is fully safe. You, you owe that to the American people because you're offering a service that we're supposed to rely upon. So when people call it into question, and they're going and saying, oh, well, it's not our duty to go and do this. I'm sorry. Yes, it is. It is your duty because nobody else can really prove it except for you unless they go and spend a boatload of money. So you go and give us the evidence. You show us the evidence. If if you don't, then guess what? You You lack credibility in my view. And in many other people's views. And if that means that you lose out on government contracts, boo-hoo. You better show that yours is uh, you know, solid as a rock. Or else you don't deserve taxpayer money to go and be providing your solution for elections.
paper ballots did just fine for the most part, you know, except for that hanging, hanging Chad bullshit. But you know, other than that, for the most part, paper ballots historically have done just fine. And then confirming signatures, but even Gina Carano, who was just on uh, Ben Shapiro's uh, daily wire talking about that when she went to go and uh, hand in her ballot here in California, and then they didn't even go and ask her for her signature, or, or they didn't even check her ID or anything like that. Uh, she didn't know actually if there was a signature that was required. She, that she's a little uh, she's a little hazy, hazy on. But I can tell you uh, historically, uh, when I would go in, I, they would go and check my ID at my little town in Yolo County back when I used to go and vote out there. Uh, that's that's that was um that was required uh or at least it was i think it was pretty i think it was required i again it's been a while since i did that i've been voting absentee for the longest damn time um you know but still the point is is that what we have to have is a voter integrity uh, you know election integrity which requires voter id you know and if you're poor then guess what you can get it for free, all right? You know, it's just a drop in the bucket, a few bucks of taxpayer money to go and make sure that you have a voter ID. They can go and check your, you know, your signature, everything. <clears throat> you know, they can go and look at your picture, all of that. They know it's you, all that, and then they've got a voter roll, and they can go and verify that your address is the address. <clears throat> That's what we should be doing. It, 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 it's just common sense. You know, and this isn't voter suppression as I've said before, this is voter integrity. This is in le- election integrity. The, you know, if I have to go and show my ID to go and buy a gun, I am damn sure better to go and show my ID to go and vote. You know? So there's that. Let's go and look at, you know, some of the other things, though, that went down with Joe Biden's inauguration. You know, nobody was even given permits to or or uh were vetted to to be in the crowd to celebrate there there was no crowd um so you know only globalists and an establishment in attendance uh former you know presidents uh you know sans uh president trump um which hey you know that's that's great cuz i i don't think that he should have been there anyways cuz quite frankly this whole thing was ridiculous uh you know uh, Former, you know, former Vice President uh, Mike Pence was there because, well, he's, you know, he's part of the swamp too, in a way. Um, I liked, I liked Mike Pence to a degree, but um, especially when he went up against uh, Kamala Harris in debate. But th- Mike Pence is through and through a, a part of the swamp. Um, so I don't think if 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 President Trump runs again, Mike Pence will not be his running mate. His running mate will probably be somebody like I mean, I'm hearing rumors maybe of Ron DeSantis and and President Trump uh, running together um, as Ron DeSantis as his VP and uh, just I think that that would be a terrific ticket. Uh, I think I, I've I would fully support that. Um, yeah, and if President and if, if if President Donald Trump does not run in 2024, then and Ron DeSantis decides to run, man, Ron DeSantis, Ron DeSantis has my backing. So, so anyways, so, you know, you know, Joe Biden, you know, and it's like, you know, here he is 
questionably the most popular president ever, you know, where most of his votes were, if, if the votes were accurate, you know, most of the votes were banked on the East and West coast. Um, no big surprise there. Um, but the, the reality was, is that nobody wanted to show up to this. Um, then also as he was leaving, uh, there's video of national guard turning their backs. The nobody saluted, uh, Biden, uh, they, they basically turned their backs unless they were all, unless they were in uniform, um, you know, as opposed to, um, their combat uniforms, uh, if they were in dress blues, uh, so to speak, uh, yeah, they, they, they did their salute, you know, bullshit, you know, because it's required, but you know, the, um, the national guard, um, and this is where I respect you fellows and ladies, um, is, you know, most of them didn't even face him. Most of them had their backs turned. And that, to me, was a show of disapproval, uh, a show of rejection of this administration and uh, how they, how this administration does not have the respect of the people and, and the fighting man and woman of the United States. That That's my opinion. Um uh, they, they could possibly object to that. Uh, I don't know. Um, but to those that I do know that are in uniform, uh, they roundly reject this new administration. They think that he is a uh, Chinese communist puppet, a shill, a, uh, a, a false leader, uh, a weak leader, um, and they reject him outright. So and his administration and their policies. So uh, because he is a globalist, he is a warmonger. He has voted for uh, all of the wars in the Middle East uh, that have cost the lives of tens of thousands of of, of our uh, men and our fighting men and women, uh, hundreds, uh, millions. Excuse me, hundreds of thousands to possibly millions of. Uh, lives in the middle east um many of them innocent um trillions of dollars uh that could have gone to investing in our crumbling infrastructure here at home as opposed to uh investing trillions abroad and spending trillions in um <clears throat> military spending that was unnecessary i am all for building the strongest military um and using it as a deterrent uh, I am not for regime change, and I uh, oppose Joe Biden's itchy trigger finger, especially for a man who never served himself, yet he liked to go and talk about how uh, President Trump didn't serve. Uh, however, President Trump has uh, used as little military force as possible, whereas Joe Biden has uh, voted for and uh, pushed for as much military force uh, as any modern president known to man um and joe biden had several deferrals and uh did not deploy to vietnam nor did he serve in any uh uh domestic or or uh mainland uh, you know assisting uh position so joe biden uh didn't serve um yes uh Bo biden did serve but uh and and uh I guess Hunter Biden served only to be dishonorably discharged for his drug use 
and uh, then he continued on uh, smoking crack, smoking that uh, glass dick as they, you know, sucking that glass dick as they say, and uh, only to have to have his teeth replaced and put in like veneers like daddy. So you know, there you go, uh, chip off the old block. So, anyways, uh, there's that all that aspect of, you know, the inauguration. And then what happened after, you know, the, you know, what, what thanks did the national guard get for their service for protecting, um, you know, the DC area. Oh, you know, several thousand of them got stuck in a parking lot with a one outlet and one bathroom. And, uh, I don't think any AC or heating. Um, so they all had to sleep on the floor for a while. Um, so that's 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 the thanks that they got. Uh, Nancy Pelosi had an, originally wanted to go and have um, manned machine gun posts, you know, multi, you know, where you have a maybe like a 50 caliber, uh, you know, two man machine gun group or something like that, you know, posted out like on on the outcroppings and of, of the tops of buildings and you know, in er, other strategic areas, you know. And Nancy Pelosi not caring about you know the uh, safety of of those people in uh, the Washington D.C. area, you know, uh, families, innocent people be damned, and you know, children possibly being gunned down in the process as fifty caliber projectiles pierce through walls and into you know through several di- through several layers of walls. Um, I can tell you right now, I own. Five five six penetration rounds that are not ideal for home defense. Uh, unfortunately, when I bought bulk, that was what they had available, so I, I will uh, avoid using it at all costs, um, uh, unless it's in my most desperate of uh, you know scramblings to try and protect my family. Um, but I'll tell you right now, uh, five five six uh, penetration rounds with the steel core that you know pushes through. That that'll go through car doors. That'll go through the other. You know, it could go through one car door. You know, a metal car door through, uh, punch through, go through the other side, punch through. Um, you know, it's it's. I mean that, that and and then go through home walls. You know, uh, you know through your you know, hardened door and through you know the back of your house possibly, maybe stopping at the house behind that. I mean that's that's just. And that's a smaller projectile, so a fifty cal is massive. It's a massive projectile. So um, just Google it if you don't know what it looks like. I mean, pretty sure any of you guys who are listening, you already know. But I mean, th- these are massive things. And Nancy Pelosi was all fine with putting a bunch of machine gun nests all over the Washington D.C. area. You know, say it wasn't about safety of the American people or anything like that. It was about covering her ass and and covering the the government. I mean, I don't know if I said in the previous, uh, yeah, well, I couldn't have said in the previous episode, um, but I'm going to say in this episode where people were making the comment and observation of, you look at, you look at uh, where Trump put. Where, where President Trump put, uh, you know, a barrier. President Trump put a barrier around the United States, uh, you know, the southern border. He put a wall. Why did he do that? To protect Americans, to protect America, protect our, you know, our people uh, from, from, you know, 
cartels, human trafficking, drugs, all of that stuff. You know, where where did Biden and 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 Congress put a a wall, so to speak, around themselves to protect them from who? Supposedly from the American people. I mean, supposedly from angry people who disagreed with the outcome of the election or or, or questioned the validity of the outcome of the election. Uh, so that's that's where it really kind of fell. That's that's a you can see the mirror images of who values what. President Trump values Americans. Joe Biden and and, and his you know globalist establishment value the government. That's who they think is necessary to protect. Um, so that that was a, a you know one example of kind of just the inauguration. So that's the first part of this. Uh, now we're going over to uh, Joe Biden's first month in office. Um, so let's go and look over some of these horrific, so, some of these some some of these horrific. Uh, executive orders that Joe Biden has done. I'm going to go through them. I'm going to try and hit some of the big ones uh, that were done. Um, so, so one of the things that they started right off the bat on uh, January 20th was uh, it was an executive order. It was directs the Office of uh, Management and Budget to uh director to uh develop recommendations to modernize uh regulatory regulatory review and undoes trump's regulatory approval process meaning that it, it cuts out um uh, the uh the regulation cuts that president trump had been doing that was actually helping businesses and getting people back to work uh streamlining and improving um the uh the um you know the hiring of people, building businesses, getting factories up and running, all of that stuff. Um, you know, reducing permitting, um, all those costly things that really are unnecessary, and many of them are um, redundant. So, uh, Joe, uh, President Trump had reduced a lot of redundancies, uh, a lot of uh, the multiple layers and the costs that make business prohibitive and many circumstances across the United States. Um, so there's that. Then what does he also do on day one? Um, he halts construction of the border wall uh, by terminating the national emergency declaration uh, used to fund it. So there we go. That's awesome, right? Yeah. Uh, that really screwed over... Um, you know, border security, uh, like I said, uh, it, you know, it hurts, uh, Americans by, um, allowing a porous border, uh, where there, you know, the, the, the wall was doing fairly well in construction. Matter of fact, people were trying to say that, oh, well the wall hadn't, you know, there, there was still like 1600, uh, miles of wall that still needed to be completed or something like that. And that's like, well, look, the reality is, is that the border between the United States and Mexico, many parts of that, uh, many hundreds of miles of that have physical barriers, uh, they're natural barriers, 
uh, mountains, rivers, you know, other things that make it either incredibly dangerous or prohibitive to cross the border from Mexico to the United States. So the wall has made a substantial, has made an instant, a substantial improvement and assisted uh, border patrol in uh, focusing on areas wherein there is a breach of the wall or there's a, uh, where there's a particular crossing. Um, and, and also with ground disturbance technology and anti-wall climbing uh, barriers at the tops of the wall, um, all of that stuff has made it more difficult to traverse the wall or to circumvent the wall by going underneath the wall. Um, and it stopped uh, a lot of human trafficking. It stopped a lot of drug trafficking. Uh, yes, much of drug trafficking is through points of ports of entry or points of entry. That's where we have also uh, many... Um, Dogs, you know, they're trained in sniffing out narcotics, um, so they're there uh, doing that piece and whatnot. So you've got all of that there wrapped in there that um, had helped. However, though, there's still work to be done on the wall. Leaving these gaps there, that's just going to funnel people through in those areas, and uh, it's bad. I mean, uh, it hurts uh, the efficiency of our border patrol. Uh, so yeah, having a wall is important. It uh, assists, and also it uh, makes it, uh, it it inhibits those in the cartels and drug trafficking and human trafficking uh, from going through the wall or going through the border. Um, so there's that. Uh, so bad on Joe. You know, good job, dumbass. And then, um, so then he also did an executive order uh, undoing Trump's expansion of immigration enforcement within the United States. And uh, uh, then he also uh, reversed the Trump administration's restrictions on U.S. entry for passport holders from seven Muslim-majority countries. So, quote-unquote, Muslim ban you know, making America less safe by uh, undoing that. Um, then saying that, oh, uh, requiring non-citizens to be included in the census, even uh, even though illegal immigrants should not be represented and they are not able to vote, there, uh, nor are uh, uh, non-citizens as a whole. So um, that's trying to add the populations to make sure that certain... Um, states get more uh, uh, representatives, uh, you know, disproportionately Democrats, to be in Congress. Oh, isn't that lovely? That's just all politics. Uh, rescind, uh, so so the, uh, rescinds the Trump administration's 1776 commission, you know, wherein we uh, would have uh, tried, we would have, uh, you know, focused on the pride of America and uh, American exceptionalism and you know, the good things that America has done um, in improving uh, this country and the world, you know, instead of going and doing the 1619 project where, you know, some, you know, woke nut job leftist 
you know, goes and says that uh, America is just based on racism and, you know, that's all it is. And it's, you know, a bunch of white patriarchy and all this crap, which is a complete and absolute lie. So, you know, um, Joe Biden right there, you know, getting his woke on. Um, So, you know, that's filed under equity. Uh, which you'll see a whole lot more of that horseshit as this uh, um, new administration unfolds. Um, rejoins the Paris Climate Accord. Wow, isn't that lovely? Um, then also, here's the big one. Cancels the Keystone XL pipeline and directs agencies to review and reverse more than 100 Trump actions on the environment. Yeah, okay. Where What that really is is that... Um, they withdrew the permits, killing over 10,000 jobs outright, and then between 60 and 70 indirect jobs uh, that relied on those construction jobs, and uh, that that killed all up to or nearly 100,000 jobs right out the gate on his first day in office. In a time where we are experiencing a recession, we have, I believe, it, we currently have at this point, we we have we have ten point one million people unemployed. That's that's a lot of people unemployed. Uh, our our current. Uh, our, our 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 current unemployment number is around uh six point six point three. Um, uh, we're still gonna have to wait and go and see like what the uh, February uh unemployment number is, but it's it's currently uh it's is currently about uh ten million people unemployed. Um, so cutting off jobs is not a smart move right now. Uh, it's, it's, it's just a, a, an incredibly stupid decision and we don't need that when, you know, and you, then you had stupid comments from like John Kerry going and saying, oh, well, these individuals, they can go and get a job as a, um, uh, solar tech, you know, solar, uh, technician. It's like these people work in petrochemical. They, they work in construction of pipelines. It's not a, a, it's not a lateral transfer of skills, Carrie. Um, you know, Jen Circleback Saki, the, the press secretary, uh, making similar, you know, um, comments saying, Oh, well, who's to say that, you know, where does it say that they can't get another job? Motherfucker. You know, the the amount of construction jobs are, are decreasing because there's no revenue to go and fund construction jobs. And this dumbass thinks that you could just go and pick on up a job like, uh, you know, they're going out of style. That might have been the case in, you know, summer 2019 or even fall 2019. But as sure as shit isn't the case now. So these people, th- this is the problem. Th- th- this, 
this group, the, the academic elite, the, these uh, these people who have uh, you know doctorates, that you know these people who have uh, you know worked in government or public service um, or or work in academia, they have no clue what they're talking about. They don't understand the real world and what's going on. These people. I was watching this one guy. He was talking about the. Uh, he doesn't know if he can go and pay for his mortgage. He just got a car that he might have to go and give back. You know. And by the way, these aren't just white folk. These are this this in, this guy in particular was a black guy. You know. So you're hurting people of all stripes, all ethnicities, all races. You know. You're you're uh, all genders. You know. All of these people that you supposedly care about. And it's like, then we have now, you know, it's like you're killing uh, our, our ability to be energy independent, you know, where we'll have to go and, re- you know, rely on Middle East oil and other places to import. And, you know, you're <laughs> the, the irony is you pissed off people in Canada who were all like, oh, we hate Trump. Well, now you got Biden and what did Biden do to you? Biden screwed you. So guess what? Schadenfreude a little bit, because I enjoyed going and seeing Canada be like, oh, this is a real gut punch. And then you had New Mexico, where they voted like nine points to Biden. Man, I mean, hey, you get, you know, as the Joker said in, in that movie, you get what you fucking deserve. And this is what you guys are getting. You're getting your, what you deserve. This is where my wife and I, we sit back with our popcorn and we laugh. We feel bad, though. We feel bad for the people in America that are hurting because you know what? This is what President Trump was saying. He said this would happen and it's happening. You know, and then you had, uh, you know, uh, Joe Biden uh, uh, stopping with the United States withdrawal from the World Health Organization. Oh, only to go and, you know, go back to the, you know, NGO that's, uh, you know, backed by, backed and controlled by China. You know, yeah, that sounds like a wonderful idea. Uh, you know, there 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 were a lot of there were a lot of more uh, executive orders that we've seen. Um, uh, it, it's I, there's I, there's uh, you know allowing uh, rescinding the Mexico City policy, so it uh, it it now funds. Uh, foreign nonprofits uh, to perform and per, uh, to perform and promote abortions. Isn't that lovely? So we're killing babies abroad. Uh, uh, <laughs> just. There's there there's just so many different ones that just absolutely are horrendous, um, yeah. So so that's you know at this point Joe Biden has put in forty executive orders, two executive orders on the coronavirus. He's done other executive actions on 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 that um, immigration eight. Um, Equity to economy to environment to um, it's just anyways all of which are just horrific you know all of them have just been really really bad I mean 
he his actions on the immigration his executive actions on the immigration have just been about open borders and just a complete dereliction of duty as um as, as president to ensure the safety and security of our country um you know favoring far more care to illegal immigrants than he has to the american citizens um just another example of just what we're getting with beijing biden um so again uh you know then you can go and look at our unemployment uh so Looking at CBS News, roughly 861,000 people filed for first-time unemployment aid in the week ended February 13th, an increase of 13,000 from the previous week, the Labor Department said Thursday. Another 516,000 people applied for pandemic unemployment assistance, up 174,000 from the week before. Um, you know, is this, this was unexpected because they did not expect for it to rise to this level and it's just another example of you know nothing's nothing's improving with the biden administration um unemployment levels are going up uh they're not going down uh they actually were going down to a degree under president trump um but Joe Biden's now saying Joe Biden also went on a town hall lying and saying that, you know, that there wasn't, you know, that they didn't have the vaccine when, uh, you know, came in from, uh, you know, Trump. And uh, then also saying that, uh, oh, they're going to go and put a, a um, you know, shots like a, a, like a, I believe it was a, a million shots a day into people's arms, even though that that was already almost happening under Trump's administration. Uh, Just had a whole bunch of things that, you know, saying that like uh, schools were going to reopen where 50% of schools would would be uh, doing uh, one day a week in class, uh, you know, instead of online learning or virtual learning. That's, that was already happening before uh, Joe Biden, uh, you know, took his oath of office. So, um, you know, Joe Biden talking about things. He's like, he's like already basically saying that he's just going to do the things that Trump was already doing. So it's kind of ridiculous. Um, then, uh, so, you know, it's like, uh, look at the COVID-19 numbers in in the first month since, uh, Joe Biden's uh, been sworn into office, uh, almost a hundred thousand people, probably actually between yesterday and today, this number has eclipsed a hundred thousand people. Um, uh, but the latest numbers were 99,763 people died due to the virus since, uh, Joe Biden has taken office according to Johns Hopkins university. Um, you know, despite massive shutdowns, double mask wearing in, in, initially push, pushed by Fauci and now CDC based on, uh, you know, quote unquote scientific evidence, even though there really isn't, um, you know, Joe Biden's on the hook for a hundred thousand in his first month. So there's that. And then you've got, uh, you know, 
you add into that, you, you, you go in and you, you talk about, you know, the gun laws that, uh, Joe Biden has, uh, made a decree on, you know, 20, uh, on, on, uh, February 14th, Joe Biden, uh, made a decree, um, to ban, uh, what he calls assault rifles, uh, or assault weapons, um, no. So let's let's go and read this really quick. So as a statement by the president three years after the Parkland shooting. Three years ago today, a lone gunman took the lives of fourteen students and three educators at Marjorie Stoneman. Douglas High School in Parkland, Florida. In seconds, the lives of dozens of families and the life of an American community were changed forever. For three years now, the Parkland families have spent birthdays and holidays without their loved ones. They've missed out on the experience of sending their children off to college or seeing them on their first job after high school. Like far too many families, They've had to bury pieces of their soul deep within the earth, like far too many families, and indeed like our nation, they've been left to wonder whether things would ever be okay. These families are not alone in big cities and small towns and schools and shopping malls and churches, mosques, synagogues and temples and movie theaters and concert halls. On cities street corners that will never get a mention on the evening news all across our nation parents spouses children siblings and friends have known the pain of losing a loved one to gun violence and in this season of so much loss last year's historic increase in homicides uh, across america mainly because of antifa and black lives matter including the gun violence disproportionately devastating black and brown individuals in our cities because of black and brown people going and killing black and brown people. Um, you can see where I'm not actually quoting. Um, has added to the number of empty seats at our kitchen tables. Today, as we mourn with the Parkland community, we mourn for all who have lost loved ones to gun violence. Now you just really want to just take the fucking guns away. Over these three years, the Parkland families have taught all of us something profound. Time and again, they all sh- they have showed us how we can turn our grief into purpose, to march, organize, and build a strong, inclusive, and durable movement for change. Change meaning taking away your guns. The Parkland students and so many other young people across the country who have experienced gun violence are carrying forward the history of the American journey. It is a history written by young people in which generation who change prevailing dogma to demand a simple truth. We can do better and we will. Here comes uh, the decree. This administration will not wait for the next mass shooting to heed that call. We will take action to end our epidemic of gun violence and make our schools and communities safer. Today, I am calling on Congress to enact common sense, (laughs) common sense, my ass, gun law reforms, including requiring background checks on all gun sales, banning assault weapons and high capacity magazines, uh, meaning any magazine, 
larger than 10 rounds, which, I mean, who decided that 10 rounds was the uh, arbitrary number? Who knows? Because it's all bullshit and it's not based in science or any type of, uh, you know, based in fact. And eliminating immunity for gun manufacturers who knowingly put weapons of war on our streets. Weapons of war. Okay. We owe it to all those we've lost and to all those left behind to grieve to make a change. The time to act is now. Well, here's the problem is, is that you see, one... What is an assault weapon? They assume an AR-15 is an assault weapon, even though it's a semi-automatic rifle, no different than many other hunting rifles with the same capabilities, the same velocity, and the same, uh, and, and also using the same caliber. So uh, the only difference is is that it has a hand grip or it has a, a pistol grip that they find to be quote unquote warlike. Um, because it looks like an M16 or an M4. Um, however, though, it is still semi-automatic, uh, so therefore it is not uh, a, an automatic weapon. So each time that you pull the trigger, it fires off a round. Whereas if you were to have an automatic, you just hold the trigger down, and then the gun fires as many rounds until the magazine is depleted. So, uh, that's the difference. Uh, why is it that quote unquote high capacity magazines, meaning anything larger than a 10 round, uh, magazine, why, why is 10 rounds the, 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 you know, preferred capacity? There is no scientific data on that. There's literally nothing. Uh, they just arbitrarily picked it. Um, and then they go and try and say, well, if you can't hit something in 10 rounds, then you're a really bad shot. I'm sorry. Have you ever been attacked by somebody? I, and I haven't, I have not, but I'll tell you, um, we, I, I, and I've been in fights and you know, not every time do I land a punch. So, uh, the reality is, is that, you know, um, we, we can't, we can't rely on that as, as a basis. So, uh, Yeah. No, it's a horrific, you know, uh, suggestion by Joe Biden, and he's uh, backing. He's already given uh, direction to Congress, uh, Nancy Pelosi, and in the House, and then also um, uh, um, Feinstein and in the Senate, Diane Feinstein in the Senate has said uh, that they are going to um, push for this to. Uh, you know, get this uh, wish list accomplished by the Biden administration. So there you go. That's that's what we have to look forward to uh, moving forward. Uh, you know, you also had um, uh, HR uh, 127, which has even far more um, reaching uh, and, and disastrous uh, demands, uh, and uh, that's uh, and and that was. Uh, and, and that was brought by uh, Representative uh, Jackson, uh, Sheila Jackson Lee um, out of Texas. She's horrific. I don't know how uh, a Texan is uh, s- somehow uh, bringing that type of crap, but, but, you know, there are blue districts in Texas. Uh, they need to vote that chick out. She's horrific, and she's uh, un-American. So there's that. Um, 
so you got a whole bunch going on there that's going on that's uh, going to be dangerous for uh, the the future. And these are just a few things that have happened in a month. In a month. Uh, you also so let's move on from that for the next ten minutes of of the episode, and we'll we'll conclude at that point. Um, you know, we have the uh, Trump impeachment. Uh, we had, which was just a huge waste of taxpayer money. Uh, you know, as we had there, you had the impeachment managers, uh, that relied on tweets. Um, you had, um, secondhand information, hearsay, uh, you know, you, you name it. It was completely cobbled together without any substantive evidence, um, uh, you know, President Trump did not violate the law uh, for by inciting a riot or an insurrection. Uh, the governing law in that would be uh, 18 U.S.C. Uh, 2201 uh, and 2202, which has the definitions, uh, and then also um, U- uh, 18 U.S.C. Um, 2383. Those would be um, the statutes in which you would look to go and determine whether or not President Trump had incited violence. Uh, as we have s- said previously, based on on those uh, statutes, no, he did not. Uh, this was a dog and pony show. This was I, it was amazing actually. They they spent probably tens of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of dollars in some cinematic movies in a way to try and gin up emotional support and try and get people on their side. Um, you know, with with uh video cuts and uh cobbling together things and also fabricating evidence or, or manipulating evidence um which is completely uh you know unethical that's all you can get in in, in congress because it's it's not a an official trial it's, it's it's a it's it's a political dog and pony show so because it wasn't it wasn't a, a legal trial they can get away with so much that you know fabricating evidence and manipulating things and manipulating uh, quotes and and uh, all sorts of stuff and 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 relying on things such as Reddit Reddit posts by people named whose whose Reddit handle was Cucker Carlson, not Tucker Cucker. That that like this became uh, like the laughing stock of the internet. That people were that the that the impeachment managers were using this that their quote unquote prosecutors were using this uh, to try and indict President Trump in inciting an uh, a riot or an insurrection. It was laughable. It was the most absurd shit I have ever seen. I mean, and and I've seen absurd shit. I know that there was a a, a kid. In my, uh, I say kid because quite frankly, even though we're grown ass adults, you know, this person did this and it's a kid ass move. I know I talked to a, a professor of mine in law school and one person wrote out one of their legal briefs for an exam in like text form. So instead of, you know, saying, are, are you there, you know, it being A-R-E, Y-O-U-T-H-E-R-E, it would be like like the letter R, the letter U, 
the letters THR or something like that with a question mark. You know, that that's how they wrote in shorthand their their legal brief to an exam in law school. That's not professional. That that's 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 child shit. So anyways, that's again no big surprise. That's the degradation of our society. You know, so why shouldn't we be surprised that you know our Congress is comprised of a bunch of children, uh, uh, you know, in, in this clown world that we are experiencing these days. So, those are just some examples of that, and uh, it, it was it, it, that would just what what the impeachment managers and their prosecutors present was just so absurd. And it would just be laughed out of an actual court proceeding. So, uh, and then, you know, what have we seen though since then? I mean, after the fact of, of uh, President President Trump being acquitted and not removed from office, uh, even though he'd already left office uh, prior to, uh, we've only seen polls showing that President Trump's uh, support has grown stronger and that whatever hit to his approval or his popularity was short-lived so we're seeing we're seeing a, a resurgence of president trump's support and we're seeing a a a, a, a complete rebound and ultimately this is going to blow up in the Democrats' face. Uh, that, that's just the, the long and short of it. Um, and then we, we saw, unfortunately, in the in cancel culture, we've been seeing a lot of, obviously, we saw President Trump uh, be uh, removed completely from Twitter and a lot of other social media. We've seen others be removed from social media. Um, and then, you know, sadly, uh, shortly ago, uh, Gina Carano, who was uh, Cara Dune on The Mandalorian for uh, uh, Disney, uh, their um, you know one of their uh, shows for Star Wars, she was removed uh, from her uh, role in in Mandalorian uh, for some of her uh, views and conservative tweets and posts on social media. Um, basically Lucasfilms and I think Disney all in all, they were trying to find justification to remove her. Um, so she's, but what's great about it though, is that she's almost like this Joan of Arc type of, uh, um, figure wherein that she is, uh, you know, getting all of the support and people's, uh, backing and conservative, uh, areas on of you know some hidden and 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 quietly covertly uh in hollywood but also um in other avenues she is getting a lot of support uh you know a couple days actually after she was um removed from uh the star wars uh you know series she was contacted by ben shapiro from the daily wire and um, it was announced actually today uh, that they were going to be, well, it was previously announced, but then uh, they had an interview uh, today in which she discussed, and, and um, so did Ben, that they are going to be developing a new, a new uh, movie and 
she would be directing, producing, and starring in this movie. Um, the details of which are still uncertain as to like what the what the purpose will be. I think it will be discussing about the cancel culture. It will be talking. It will be pushing back, and it'll be trying to give some um, support to those who may feel afraid in in conservative uh, life and those who espouse conservative values um, to. Uh, be kind of a clarion call to uh, round up support and rally around the flag of, of conservatism to push back against this, um, you know, this leftist uh, uh, cancel culture and um, to fight back and to uh, support conservative values and to support conservative uh, organizations and institutions and to rebuild those and to uh get and 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 to uh create our own uh areas of 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 you know that support our lifestyle and support our values and views and and to not be ashamed and not to feel you know afraid that we're going to be doxxed um so i do believe that this is a very uh good first step in, in the right direction and you know um you know, it may require that um, that we all that we all do this, and that the battle of ideas uh, uh, will be less physical and more cerebral, or cerebral, than um, an all-out quote-unquote civil war. Um, but also, don't count out the the chance of a new civil war in the U.S. Though, as far as um, because violence is only seeming to continue to bubble up. Uh, more often and then and and also um you know as we see with a, a an emboldened uh, left and um some weak uh weakening in the right uh with a lack of strong leadership other than president trump you know we could you know it could be that we we see um actual violence and a lack of enforcement against those who commit it um and then that you know uh, it's incumbent upon us to defend ourselves um however though we do have some new leaders though that are emerging uh you know other than president trump uh you know though in in the likes of uh you know uh, florida governor ron DeSantis, uh missouri uh, uh senator uh josh hawley um colorado representative lauren bobert and um, even Georgia Representative Marjorie Taylor Greene, and so um, these these Republicans know, based on polling and and general understanding of the constituents, that uh, the America First, uh, also known as the MAGA movement, is the pathway to victory for the Republican Party going forward. So um, I think that that's where we're going to sum it up today. And um, we will be discussing in the next episode. Uh, I'll probably be putting that out tomorrow about um, the, necess the necessity of our guns and protection and also uh, what the meaning of the Second Amendment truly is and to explain further about uh, what you know our Second Amendment means and why it's so important uh, to keep intact. So until then, um, thank you very much. Please like, subscribe, and uh, share with your friends. Until next time, this is Brutal Politics, and I'm Kyle Beckman. Uh, God bless you, and God bless the United States of America. Take care.